Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. everyone. It's Wednesday, my favorite day of the week, although it's tying with my Tuesday because I'm beginning to, I have a radio show on Tuesdays as well. I know I've mentioned it to you all. It's a videoed radio show on T Radio V and you would get to it. it it's live, but it's also archived and it's T Radio V on uh, T Radio V.com. So both shows are exciting. They're very different. This one is one I've been doing for so long. I love it, love it, love it. It has helped me in so many ways and hopefully helped all of you as well. We're, we've really created quite a community with this show, and I'm thrilled about it. And so today is that day, and today our topic is show number three about the testers and tempters. So I will be talking about that in a second. I did want to just say, if you want to call in, it's area code 646-668-8565. And I see my friend Robin has called in, so I'm excited that you're on. And I know she sent me a little text and said that she couldn't be on for the whole show. So welcome for the time you can be on. Big hugs to your family and to you from me. Anyway, uh, the... You know, if you want to call in, please feel free. Please, I encourage everybody to feel free. We're going to be talking about the testers and tempters again. I'm going to have at least two more shows on it, maybe three. It is a big topic, and I repeat a lot on purpose because I'm really trying to get some very important information across. The testers and the tempters is a topic that could be easily misused, taken out of context, misunderstood, used as fuel to blame or fuel to attack or to judge. And you know me, that's my absolutely not on my agenda. So for those of you who are listening to all the Testers and Tempters show, you will notice that there is certainly repetition, but it's because I can have new listeners at each show without them going back and listening to the two prior ones or the three prior ones or whatever. And they might take something out of context in a show because they haven't heard those earlier ones. So I do need to repeat. And frankly, it doesn't hurt to hear this material again. I'm absolutely, you know, queen of needing to hear material again, because when I did it, not only did I go to all the classes and listen to everything, I also transcribed all the material on a typewriter. This is before the days of the computer. And I did it. Why? So that I would really grasp the material as best that I could, not only hearing it twice, but when I transcribed it, I had to start and stop, start and stop, stop the cassette tape a million times. So I heard it over and over again as I was getting it transcribed, writing it out for myself 
and I've valued it. And you've heard me talk on the show where I've reread information and now I'm hearing it in a completely different way because after years of practicing, years of experience with the information, I'm now understanding it at a much different level. And I'm sharing that with you all as, as that comes up for me. So I'm not worried about the repetition, but trust me, there's new information. I'm just letting you know the whys and wherefores and that there's going to be new information each, each time. Okay, so I do want to just mention that I have not heard from Angie. I did the second healing on her last week. It was very interesting because the healing was mostly based on for her children. And it was I thought it was pretty fascinating. I don't remember that much about it, which is my norm. But I'm going to reach out. I never like to push anybody to respond because that isn't part of the deal. They do not have to give me feedback. I'm just, she was writing me so many emails up until last week. I want to make sure everything is okay uh, because, you know, I'm just surprised I haven't heard from her because she was sending me an email almost every day for a while there. So I'm going to check with her, but I didn't want to pressure her. So I will get back to you next week and let you know how, you know, how she felt and and uh, about her the reaction to her children because she does share the information with her children and I'm guessing that they probably heard the healing at some point. Anyway, it is all supposition at this point, so I will let you know. Okay, so the testers and tempters. Let's go over who they are, what their purpose is, and I just want to review a bit. Okay, first of all, they're they're actual people just like you and me. They are fifth dimensional, just like you and me. They are as highly evolved as you and I. They had already graduated. They were humanities that graduated into the fifth dimension. And when the call went out for volunteers, the volunteers stepped forward. And then there was a choice. Do you want to work the path with the light or do you want to work the path without the light? And so the fifth dimensionals that chose the path without the light, what that means is they chose the path to be the testers and tempters and that they would have their light, their pure soul essence light shielded. And that's why they are often called the dark lights. Those who work the path with the light, we do not have our pure soul essence shielded. We have that sense of the light all the time and we use the light, whether we are under, we know or not, we we have that unknowing knowingness or the unremembered remembrance of the light. So even in very difficult lifetimes where we, we have not had the concept about the light presented in society in any way or the culture in any way, we still knew there was something more. There was still this impress or this, uh, we were impelled or impressed to move forward, to search, to heal, to, to find to, to feel, we knew there was more somewhere. We knew. So the dark lights or the fifth dimensionals that chose the path of the testers and tempters, they don't have that. Okay. Now, the dark lights or the testers and tempters are there. Why? To test those, the humanities that are moving through their evolutionary process and when those when at the human level they are taking steps forward the moment they take one step forward in comes the tester and tempters to make sure 
they're solid on that step forward to make sure they're ready to move up to that next level, okay? And this function is absolutely necessary. It's not always pretty. It isn't. But it is absolutely necessary, or other, otherwise there'd be vast chaos in the universe because there would be falling back. There would be, uh, you know, they, the, the humanities would go up various levels, and then maybe they get to level six, and they weren't solid on level three, and so they can't really accomplish level six, and they go all the way back to level three. So there would be all this chaos <laughs> as a result. And even though it looks chaotic out there now, in fact, the evolutionary process is extremely ordinary because in equal to the light is the dark. Now, again, it's not the dark as evil, but every time a fifth dimensional a dual carrying the dual soul nature is sending in the light, doing the teaching, trying to help the humanities move up a level of understanding the minute the the individual moves up a level, in comes the dark in equal measure to test it and tempt it. So there's always equal measure between the light and the dark, and they're working as a team. This is a team, guys. They're working for the same reason. They're working to help those the evolutionary process of the four lower kingdoms, but especially the humanities. The testers and tempters are really in place to help the human kingdom. Okay. So these testers and tempters, the dark lights, they they come in, they are shielded, they're not aware of the light, they do their job without knowing really what they're doing, okay, or what they're there for. They're unconscious. Now, aren't we unconscious? We come in, we have certain goals, certain destinies, certain things we want to heal of the soul and things we want to do to help others, but we don't know necessarily either. But we have a process. We have avenues to find out. We have the drive to find out. But unfortunately, the testers and tempters, having taken this very, very difficult choice to be shielded from their life, it is difficult for them. Now, they... They do whatever they need to do to test people. Uh, They cannot trespass the free will. They can't kill anyone. But they can use a lot of different tools, and they try to confuse, to frighten, to fool, and upset people so that they can, so that the the person or the individual or the people are sure, uh, sure footing on their path, that they're solid. So the testers and tempters will come in and do what they need to do to uh, to make sure that those people are secure, and so what do the what what exactly do the testers and tempters do? Well, they can't force anybody. They can't force. They can't trespass the free will. What they do is they use the thought forms, the belief systems, the emotional blueprint that individuals already carry in their energetic field. They, they absolutely use those things. And what do they do? They empower those things with astral energy that matches. Okay? So our job as those working the path of light is to remind people, to help people that they are, they carry the light. 
and that they can be strong, that they can quote unquote, pass the test. Now we may not say, use the word test because we don't necessarily know if, if, if whatever people are going through is a test, so to speak, we don't know. But we help by bringing the support of the light and it is the individual's free will that determines whether or not they're gonna stay solid on that footing that new step or whether they're not quite ready and they're going to give in, so to speak, to the test or the tempt uh, from the, from a, either from the tester and tempter or from something else in their life. It isn't always going to be, and we're not always going to know whether it's something from the testers and tempters or whether it's just situations and conditions. We at the soul level have chosen in order to become aware and take the opportunity to heal. We don't know. We don't know the source. But we. But what I'm telling you is about one source, which is the testers and tempters. And I have told you over and over and over again that we at the soul level do choose the situations and conditions in our lives because we come in with usually with goals, at least at this point in our evolutionary process. Uh, we come in with goals to heal, to uh, to bring into a state of balance, to bring in awareness, to, to develop gifts and talents, to help others, to uh, find our destiny path, whatever it is. So we have some of those goals and we bring in whatever things, uh, situations, conditions, people to help us become aware and motivate us to move forward or to, to expand. It will sometimes be testers and tempters, not always, maybe not even much of the time. We don't know, but... We know what to do, don't we? I'll get to that in a second. In any case, the testers and tempters uh, are there. They may have a difficult path, but they do it out of the same love of humanities that we as those carrying the light or are aware of the light and work with the light. They, they love the humanities equally to, to us. It is a team, and they actually make a huge sacrifice because just like us, they are, they've been in place for billions and billions and billions of years to fulfill this mission all over the universe, just like we have. We're all working to the same goal, and that is, again, to assist the processing of evolution into higher and higher levels of consciousness. Okay. Now, right now, I mentioned this to you last week. I talked a lot about it last week, and I'm not going to go into great detail now. But if you recall, those of you who've heard last week, and if you haven't, please do listen. We're in the dawning of the New Age infusion. And whenever there is a new concept or a, a, evolutionary, a new evolutionary concept that is being infused or about to be infused upon a planet, it is... An it, it, it requires, for the most part, millions of fifth dimensionals. So because it is an extraordinary time period for any planet that is housing life forms, whatever the evolutionary concept is that is being infused. And 
We've had the Lemurian concept, the Atlantean concept, the Christ concept, the Egyptian concept, and we're about, we're at the dawning of the New Age concept. So at these point in time, there is a huge evolutionary jump in frequency of the planet itself. And the fifth dimensional, both in the dual, carrying the dual cell nature, both working with the light and working without the light, come in. Because at this time, there's a huge hive of activity, just, just a tremendous amount of activity. Because the souls who are, that, in, that are reincarnating here, they are going to be using this opportunity to take big strides forward. And so you have the path of light, the path of the teachers, to help the humanities that are working to make big strides forward in conscious awareness. Uh, in, in evolvement and processing into higher le- frequency levels. And at the same time, of course, you have to bring in the testers and tempters. You don't have to do them, but they come to bring them in, but they come in because it is a just tremendous activity. And that's where our planet is now. It looks chaotic, but remember, each individual is going through his or her own process. And as a result, it's just all over the map. That's the chaos because it's not just in one area. There's souls that are processing out of so many individual arenas and individual places and, and, and levels and where they're going and where they want to go and what they want to accomplish. So it, we see it as chaos, but in fact, it's just because there's billions of individuals and each individual is a snowflake. And each individual is going through their own process for their own reasons. And so they, the situations and conditions for so many souls have to be varied. And they are varied. You know, anywhere you look, there's so much going on. And it's complex and it's complicated and it is difficult and entrenched. And so that's what's happening on the planet. There is so much going on because of this beehive of activity going on because of the dawning of the new age. There's just, it's, it's an important time. It's a very positive time. It may not look positive on the surface, but I want everybody to understand that, in fact, it's a huge positive time. And the testing and tempting is actually very important as well. And testers and tempters, you know, they do what, what they have to do to, to make people look at themselves, become aware, to make decisions, to be discerning. Or, and there are a lot of tests, and sometimes they aren't able to take that step forward, or they don't pass the test. They aren't discerning. They aren't the, the negative, uh, you know, or the difficult uh, in, in things in their lives are too difficult for them to move past too difficult that they don't quite get to the point where they understand that the light and they understand that, that the, the light puts out the darkness, so to speak, and that it's really the demons of the mind that is holding them stuck. They don't understand that. So um, some, some will move forward, but there's a huge amount of help. Remember guys, so many people working with the light. There's so many answers out there. We have the, the internet, we have just so many people who want to help. And so the different souls at different levels, at different, with different understanding and different needs, will find, will be able to find, for the most part, will be able to find someone who can help or many who can help. 
And so though that's that's our job. We're the those that work with the light. We're the dual soul nature that is working with the light and we're there to facilitate and help and support in what way we can. We aren't doing it for them. We cannot do them for, do it for them. They absolutely have to do it for themselves and we can't trespass their free will. But we're there to support. Okay. Now so we're making this the plan is making the evolutionary leap, the new age infusion, like I talked about last week. And the in the olden days, I also talked about this last week, there were temple patterns where the initiates or the individuals who are ready to make those steps forward would go into the the temple, into the darkness, and they had to figure out that the demons of the mind, and I use demons in, in quotes because it isn't really demons. It's it's the thought forms, the fears, the, the misunderstandings, the false beliefs, you know, all of that, that is being, when you move into the dark, those kind of things come up, the fears come up. And if the individuals can't move into and understand that they are the light and use the light to neutralize the, their own demons, they aren't going to pass those tests. Well, we don't have the temple patterns now. So we don't have those kind of rituals. So society itself, at many different levels, many different arenas, is the testing ground. And so it is on the streets of our cities, in the countryside, anywhere in the world is where the testing and tempting is going on for individuals. It's happening all over the globe. Okay? Um, and the goal is always for, for people to transform their negative energies into something more positive to move those quote unquote demons of the mind, the fears, the false beliefs, the self identities, whatever the negative viewpoints, the limited viewpoints to move those into the light, to allow themselves to move forward into higher viewpoints, higher understandings, higher frequency levels. Okay. And evolution would not have been able to occur and would not be able to occur without consistent testing of the souls because it takes place one step at a time. And it's absolutely essential, again, to, uh, to be certain that the individual is firm in its step forward at any point of time. It is, so it is very important really, really important for us to understand that we're not the good guys and the others are the bad guys. Uh-uh. Uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. It's important to understand we all have the same purpose. We're all from equally evolved from that fifth dimensional realm. And we're joined in this reality to fulfill the, de- the only destiny that truly exists for all of us, and that is to further the evolutionary movement, which includes and encompasses every soul in every level. Uh, however, the main focus is for all of us is the humanities, but we're there to help the evolutionary process of the three lower kingdoms as well. Absolutely. But I'm talking about the testers and tempters because they mostly are active in the human realm because that's that free will uh, realm where <laughs> we are not part of the divine will. The three lower kingdoms carry the uh, instinctive will, 
they, their evolutionary process is done through the pure soul essence and the three, the fifth, sixth, and seventh dimensional framework is in divine will. It's a conscious choice to move into divine will or spiritual will. And we at the human level, we are the only ones in the free will kingdom. And so this is particularly where we work. But of course, it is always in our interest to help the four, three lower kingdoms as well and to help the humanities become aware and respect the three lower kingdoms, which is uh, a big part of it. <laughs> okay, so today, uh, as promised last week, I'm going to be talking about how the those working the testing and tempting path, the path without the use of the light, how they affect us. How do they re relate to us? How do we interact? And because we do interact, and I did mention some last week, uh, the first thing is because they're they're imprisoned really in a state of darkness from, you know, shielded from their own pure soul essence light for billions and billions of years, they actually need transfusions, transfusions of light from us. And I talked about last week how some of us have volunteered to be way stations, so to speak, where a tester and tempter will come in and take in our light as a way to nurture and nourish it at the soul level. And we made, before we returned, we made the agreement that we would do this for those testers and tempters. And... They may not outwardly appear to have learned anything or to have gained anything from us, but in fact, they have. They would have received it from us and they would benefit from it. It's like a spiritual transformation and they, it's kind of like they are recharging, okay? Now, sometimes when we do connect with testers and tempters, it can seem a little bit like a battle. It can be difficult for us, but... The purpose behind it is simply to give them our light and help for them to help them complete their mission. Now, chances are you will never, ever know who is a tester and tempter and who isn't. They, like us, many work out of body. And like us, you cannot figure out by looking at someone who is a fifth dimensional and who isn't. And I think I mentioned last week or the week before that I'm, I'm able sometimes to, to tell who is a fifth dimensional and who isn't, but I can't tell in general. It's only brought to me when I'm in frequency and there's some reason for me to know it. So it is sort of the need to know basis because fifth dimensionals working the path with the light, they're in every walk of light, including criminals, prisons, gangs tribal societies, uh, everywhere all over the planet. Because the idea is to bring the light to those that need it most. And so we don't just hang out, guys, in great societies where we're, we have a lot of possibilities and options and, and all of that. Yes, some of us do that. That is absolutely necessary too. But you can't tell who's a fifth dimensional by looking at them, whether or not they're a tester or tempter or one working with a light. You cannot tell. Okay? 
Now, so I want you, and I think I mentioned last week, the whole time I was with Joan, there she would be sure, especially in the early days, when we first found out this information, she'd be sure, oh, so-and-so's a tester and tempter, only to find out it just wasn't true at all. So the by the end of Joan's life, she never knew one. She, she did reflect one. The higher self had her reflect one or two, uh, the facade soul of a tester and tempter. And that, I believe, will be, I'll be sharing in my third book. But in any case, I may do something in this one. I'm not sure. But, but the fact of the matter is she was never able to tell who in her life was. Because every time she thought that, the higher self would come in and say, mm, nope. <laughs> so she, none of us ever knew, and we learned never to make an assumption and not to uh, judge. And especially because the judging tends to be negative. If we looked at someone and said, oh, that person's a tempter and tempter, and tempter what a great job they're doing. They're, they're going around and, you know, they're difficult personalities or their difficult, uh, their poor ethics or whatever we might think about that person is really helping to test and tempt other people. Well, we don't do that, do we? If we saw someone with poor ethics, we would be judging that person as having poor ethics. Well, I don't want to hang out with that person because they, they, they just use people or they just, you know, walk all over. They try to manipulate, they try to control or whatever it is that they're doing. We would go to judge them. We would never look at them and say, wow, they're really doing a good job testing those around them. (laughs) We don't do that, do we? So this is why this information, I need to be so careful with you all because I, for one, I'm in the same boat and I don't want to be judging other people and I don't want you all to either. So I want to make this very clear. This information can be used and taken out of context to spread more judging and more blaming and more negativity than just about anything I've ever said on this show or anywhere else. So it is important that you don't try to figure out who's a tester and tempter. We just don't go to the positive of those kind of situations and conditions, those kind of people that, that could be a tester and tempter. And I'm not saying anybody that, that has poor ethics is a, is a, you know, one working the path without the light. I don't know that because there are many out there who need to learn better ethics and they're here to learn better ethics. But they have better ethics, not good ethics at the moment, doesn't make them a tester and tempter. So we cannot judge. Please, guys, I just from my heart, I really want you to know that. Okay. The second way they affect us is that actually they can test us too. (laughs) Okay, how does that happen? Now, we are not in the process of evolving. We've already evolved into the fifth dimension. So, but at the facade level, we are carrying from our eons and billions of years here as carrying the dual soul nature, we are carrying misunderstandings, fears, confusions, hurts, wounds, doubts, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so we can interact with a tester and tempter or uh, with the energies that they're giving out and that they can trigger trigger the, our own quote unquote demons of the mind. 
Now, if we handle it well, and hopefully everyone listening to this radio show knows how to handle it, I wish that you guys were in front of me because I'm hoping when I ask this question, every single person will know the answer. So how do we deal with it? Anyway, how do we deal with it? We neutralize it. So if something comes up for us, confusion, a fear, uh, hatred, shame, uh, grief, any kind of uh, misunderstanding, misconception, um, anger, whatever, I don't know that it will be as a result of the testing and tempting energy that we run into just through a course of the day or whether it comes from another reason, but how do we handle that? We bring it into the light. And this is really important, and this is why it is still so important to continue to neutralize and dissolve our energetic field. Okay? It is absolutely essential for so many reasons. Not only will it make our lives better, but it will free us from any possible influence, purposeful or not, from the testers and tempters. And not only that, if we handle our experiences with those kind of demons of the mind, those we, we move through and do a good soul-mind soul detox where we neutralize those things, we're going to really feel great. We're going to feel like we're growing. We're going to feel more and more uh, connection to the self, confidence in the self, self-esteem, self-respect. It's going to have an empowering effect on us too. So it is, it is very important that we know that, yes, we are affected and we are able to deal with it. We work with the light. We are aware we have the light. We simply need to use that light. Okay. Now, here's um, a third way they affect us. They can try to create conflict and come between the teachers or those working with the light in order to block the light or block our effectiveness. And so it sort of seems to be part of their job to fool us or block us from completing our destinies. And when I... I remember this information when I was learning it from Joan, but when I went back, I was confused. Why would they try to derail those working with the light when we're on the same team, when we're both working to help the four four lower kingdoms? Why aren't we more immune, so to speak? Why aren't we working together instead of why is there conflict? Well, the answer you might have figured out by now, but here's the answer. They explain that just like we've gone through the billions of years and eons of time carrying the dual soul nature, and we've taken on so many of the misunderstandings that the hurts, the rage, the, the anger, whatever, with no light, they also, they also are doing this. They also are taking on so many misunderstandings and hurts and angers and frustrations and hatreds and judgment and everything else. They And they have no light to impel them or impress them to heal, to balance, to hope, or to understand. They don't have the light impressing them to do that. So they are carrying very deep 
deep misunderstandings. And what has developed is over this time that somehow they've misinterpreted the those working the path of light, instead of being on the same team, they have misinterpreted and brought in the misunderstanding, quite entrenched, in fact, of that we're their adversaries. Because it seems on the lower levels that we're in conflict. Here we are trying to help the individuals move up and move forward. And what they do, because they really don't know what they're doing, is that they're trying to block that movement. And the blocking that they're trying to do is really the test. So they see the light as being opposed to them, those carrying the light uh, or working with the light, as opposed to them, as, as are opposed to them instead of working with them. So they're carrying a very deep misunderstanding. And so, in fact, they do work to bring shadows to the light in various ways. Um, now, when we give them the, those infusions of light that I spoke of earlier, this does help, and I'm going to explain that a little bit more. But So what, what do they do? They can create shadows between two lights, two, two individuals that are working with the light. They can make people impatient with one another. They can make people distressful toward one another. Their whole approach may be divide and conquer. In other words, their adversaries, those of us that are working the path of light, if, you know, it's a standard uh, military tactic, divide and conquer. So they try to split us up. They try to make us fall out with one another and I just want to share that I've experienced this three times in the last few months to a year, I would say. And at first, I wasn't really sure why it was happening and why the problems with some individuals were happening. And, I, of course, I just went in to neutralize whatever part it was within me that was trying to, that brought this, uh, a difficult situation in. And... When I finally, when the third one happened, I thought, you know, I got to ask the higher self, what's going on here? And I had recently began to review this, this information on the testers and tempters. And so when I read the information about the shadows, I went, oh my gosh, that's it. And it wasn't with one of the three. That was a completely different thing, and that's resolved itself. But the other two were a situation where the there was a shadow being placed between me and this other light worker, so to speak, or this other person working with the light. And the, I mean, it was so fascinating. Um, there, there were the shadows, and the I, I didn't explain it to the other person. This is very important because the other person didn't, even though they're working the path of, with the light, they don't understand my information so much. So I, they understand a tidbit of it, but for me to explain about shadows from the testers and tempters, it was way more complex that I could, could go into. But I now had additional information. With knowledge comes power, guys. So not only was I working on myself, but I was working on myself coming from a different level. And I also brought in the other person, and I neutralized both of us 
One was just a series of miscommunications that created big misunderstandings and hurt feelings without either party having any kind of intent to do so. And so I went in and I worked on both these situations and that none of them were, neither one of them were terrible. I mean, neither one of them were terrible at all, but there, it was problematic. And I just, whenever anything problematic comes up in my life, you know, I work on it because why? I don't want something else to come up that's equally problematic. I want to get to the root of whatever. So anyway, I worked on both of us and both of the situations in both of the two cases absolutely cleared up really quickly. And boy, did I feel empowered. I thought, wow, not only did I figure it out, but I did something about it. And now my, the relationship with these two people is completely shifted. They had no idea. Okay, I want to make this clear. You can clear up the shadow between you because the shadow between you, if you can neutralize your part of it, the, the, the testing and tempting has nothing to create the shadow with. So the shadow, in a way, disappears. You bring in so much more understanding and you see the actions of the other party in a completely different way, a different viewpoint. So... It was, it was amazingly empowering, and I, I dissolved a, a contract that I had with somebody that had had issues because of this. Instead of dissolving it with hurt feelings and problematic, we dissolved it absolutely in the highest state of understanding with the plan to work together again in the future in some way. I mean, it was completely healing. And wouldn't you like to have that when you have a problem to have it healed to bring in the state of understanding and forgiveness etc etc so the point is we need to neutralize when we see a shadow between ourselves and someone else we absolutely need to neutralize even if we don't know for sure is this a tester and tempter putting shadows because they you know we won't know but we know the possibility and whether we know the possibility or not, don't you already understand what, how, why it's so important to neutralize? So the bottom line is, it isn't about instilling fear, but to educate everyone, to bring us into a state of consciousness, greater awareness. The transfusions of light that we give the, the testers and tempters help heal their wounds and misunderstandings, just as it helps us. And the more light we supply, the more help we help we give them for their facade frequency to go up a notch. We can help heal them too. So this week, the the healing I'm going to do is going to be on us to heal what we might carry that could be used by the testers and tempters. And I'll get to that in a second. Next week, I'm going to have us really address the the healing of the dark lights so that, you know, giving them you know, huge infusions of light to allow their facade souls to go through some of the healing, not just for a neutral to, to be, to get nurturing and not just to, you know, recharge, so to speak, but to actually heal them at some of their deep, deep levels of misunderstanding and hurt and pain and all of that. So we're going to do that next week, but this week, 
uh, I am going to be after I'm, and I'm almost finished. I'm going to be doing a healing on us. Okay. Now, at the fifth dimensional level, those of us who are at the fifth dimensional level, the sense of failure or success is really non-existent, non-existent. Okay. So at our true soul essence level, at that fifth dimensional level, that is non-existent. How we're processing is simply a way to measure where we are, uh, the measure of wholeness, the measure of fullness. So the instead of looking at, so the fifth dimensional part of ourselves, instead of looking at our facade soul and saying, you know, judging, oh, well, we failed in this or we succeeded in that, it's about, have we reached a complete state of wholeness? You see the difference, guys? It isn't polarity, right and wrong, good and bad, success, failure. It's about our steps toward wholeness, and that's what this neutralizing is all about. When we aren't completely whole, this is what we want to bring those areas into consciousness that we can neutralize so that we move further and further into that state of wholeness. That state of wholeness, that state of complete conscious awareness is where we're all moving. We're all being awakened in order to move to those levels. So when the testers and tempters come in, they are going to be triggering the parts that are unresolved within us, the parts that still haven't been um, forgiven or brought into a higher frequency level. So, in fact, they are instruments that help us. Please take that in. They help us. Just like the shadow thing helped me because I'm neutralizing the elements that were causing the shadow between some, between me and a couple of other people. It is so important for you to understand that these testers and tempters are facilitating and accelerating our own process of awakening, our own movement into the state of fullness that we already reached in order to graduate into the fifth dimension. And now that we've been back for billions of years carrying that facade soul, we have to reach it again in order to be the pioneers, in order to fulfill our destinies at the highest level, in order to facilitate the process of the new age infusion. And we need to be in that state of wholeness as much as we can. Doesn't mean we can't help as we move along the way. Of course we can help. But the more work we do on ourselves, the faster and the more fully we'll get to that state of wholeness. And So the testers and tempters actually are helping us. And that's the bottom line. No matter what it seems like they are doing, in quotes, to us or to anyone else, they do facilitate to bring our awareness. If they're empowering for us, and, you know, of course, they can't trespass our free will. So let's say we have confusion. Let's say we have feelings of failure. They can take the astral energy and empower the sense of failure within us 
because they're trying to, and out of their own misunderstanding, block our movement forward. They think of us as adversaries, so they're empowering our sense of failure. Well, they're empowering it, and guess what? We're big time aware of it. We don't know that that's what they're doing. If you know, if it's from the testers and tempters, we don't know that that's what they're doing. But somehow, we just feel like failures, and it's just eating away at us, and we're feeling and feeling and feeling. When we feel it bad enough, we're going to make sure we go in and we neutralize that. So it is impressing us and impelling us to more self-healing. Oops. I'm gesturing at the computer, and I hit myself on the desk. Anyway, the, the viewpoint here is to understand that they're helping us grow into a more complete state of wholeness and a complete state of conscious awareness. So bottom line, not only are they helping the humanities evolve, they're helping the, the, the testers and tempters are helping us move forward as well. Of course, keep in mind, we have experiences that, that seem to test and tempt us or activate those demons of the mind that and and the testers and tempters may not be involved at all. We aren't always going to know if it is or not, and it makes no difference. Because if we're feeling something that isn't pleasant, we're unhappy, we're attacking ourselves or anybody else, we're miserable, we're in grief, we're crazy, feeling crazy or confused, that's enough to promote us or impel us to do the work. So it, we won't always know. And we don't have to encounter in any way, shape, and form the testers and tempters in person. They work a lot out of body. Okay. So what should we expect in general? We want to, because it's the dawning of the new age, we do have to expect over a period of time, and it will lessen over time, we have to expect that the quote-unquote conflict between those carrying the light and those that are shielded from the light will grow more intense because it is, um, you know, at the dawning of the new age. So the light and the darkness, both, will get stronger. The frequencies of the energies on the planet are increasing, and we are all changing with them. And we can experience this as something negative, or we can see it as something positive, and the more we're aware, the more we understand, I think it's easier to move into that positive point of view, to understand that what's going on around the planet, instead of moving us into a state of despair, is actually a huge amount of good things happening. A lot of activity, a lot of souls making the attempt to step forward, including the fifth dimensional with the path of light, working the path of light who are moving into a state of consciousness and expanded awareness. We're all, all around the planet, we're all going through this process of having the soul-mind detox being triggered and happening. And it takes place in as many different ways as there are individuals on the planet. And so it looks like chaos, but in fact, it is exciting. A lot is going on. Okay. So that's the, the, the third part of the testers and tempters. 
And so today I'm going to do the healing, as I mentioned earlier, on those of us working the path of light. We are being awakened faster. We are being brought into a state of conscious awareness faster uh, than the humanities. All of the individuals are being awakened at the unconscious level, but we are moving into the conscious awareness. And we have a big job to do. As I've said often, we can't save a drowning man if we don't know how to swim. So we're going through that process first so that we can move into that state of wholeness, that state of understanding and higher awareness. And we want to go in and neutralize whatever we can, whatever we can, so that we are able to move through our own awakening in a less intense manner, less blocks, less problems, less whatever coming up. And when they do come up, that they'll be at a more gentle level, more than the intense level. We're going to, we're going to get through it one way or the other, but you know, Hey, let's facilitate and ease our process. Uh, as much as we can. So that's what I've decided to do this week. And it won't be a big, long healing. I don't know where the higher self are going to take me on this. I really don't. But um, let's give it a try. So I'm asking everybody to get comfortable. Uh, take a few deep breaths and quiet your mind. Have to get some water, just a little bit of water. And I should say, because I'm learning from my other radio, TV radio show, in case you're just tuning in, I'm about, I'm Janet Richmond, and this is my show, The Higher Self Voice, and I'm doing part three of The Testers and Tempters, and right now I'm beginning to work on a healing for those of us who are working with the light, so that we will, so that we clear as much as we can of the energetic field that we carry that the testers and tempters can use to try to block us or derail us in some way or slow us down or divide us or whatever their uh, issue might be. Even if it's not them, we want to neutralize these things anyway. So it's a good thing. All right. Okay, so I want now everyone to begin to focus right now on the pure soul essence. That pure soul essence that is the divine light that we carry. It is all that originating source was, is, and is becoming. This pure soul essence is what we working, we fifth dimensionals carrying the dual soul nature. We are aware of the pure soul essence. It is the light that we utilize, that we teach about that we um, that is our purest and most perfect and most potent personal power that each and every one of us carry and it is what the testers and tempters are shielded from so let's rejoice in the fact that we chose this path (laughs) i mean it seems to me it's so much uh, because i haven't experienced the other side they don't miss it maybe although they do miss it at some level. Uh, but right now I'm happy to have the work with the light. I love it. And it is so empowering and so wonderful. And my heart goes out to those testers and tempters that are unaware of it. But right now let's focus on our own light and move that light in through and around the totality 
of who we are at the body level, the mind level, the energetic level, the soul level, the totality of who we are creating, each of us creating an incredibly powerful beacon of light. We are the light. We have moved into the center of that pure soul essence. We have become the light. We are We are amalgamating with the totality of our pure soul essence, amalgamating our totality at the soul level from the time we were minerals all the way into the fifth and sixth dimensional aspects we carry. And then, of course, the facade soul level that we carry is the facade soul level our human facade soul that has taken on the energetics that we are working on in all of these healings. And I don't know that I've been that clear, but the this facade soul for us and for the testers and tempters are what carry the energetic baggage because of the eons of time we have been in place helping with the evolutionary process of the humanities and the three lower kingdoms below them. So we want to absolutely, I feel almost like we, the, the beacons of light are like we have this very beautiful, extensive worm, so to speak, a glow worm. We're just glowing. The beacon is huge. It's moving into, each of our beacons is moving into the universe, known and unknown. And right around the facade, at the facade level, it's as if it's glowing. It's as if it's so intense. It's like the light in that part of what we're carrying is so intense, and that's where we need it to be intense. And I'm seeing symbolically a gigantic circle. All the listeners, past, present, and future, are on this circle, have created the beacon of light. We have, we are an incredibly giant beacon of light. We're joined in one accord, and I do, in fact, Okay. There's other circles, not inside or outside our circle, but above and below our circle. And so, you know, and these symbols are are difficult. So there's another circle above us with other beacons of light and circle below us with beacons of light. And they extend almost into infinity creating a like a like a diamond but it doesn't have edges there's no corners it's a like two cones um base to base and what indicates to me is that these circles of light are from other planets okay so we're working now with uh, and this is a shock, and it's never come up before. So, you know, leave it to the show. New things are coming in all the time. And the higher selves are indicating that we're working with others, beacons of light, uh, around the universe. And this is really fascinating. And the indication is that we are joining our light because today we're not going to only be working on ourselves, but we will, of course, work on ourselves. But we are joining with other fifth dimensionals on other planets around the human kingdom universe that house human life, and they are there for uh, the infusion of the new age or possibly other ages, other, other evolutionary concepts. I'm not sure about that 
part of it, but because uh, I don't think it's important. But we are working together to bring the light to the testers and tempters. Okay, keeping in mind that the testers and tempters at their facade level, they are they're carrying as much energetic baggage as we have and probably a lot more negative than we have. As much of the negative that we have, they have way more because they had no awareness of their shielded light. So the this healing, in fact, and the higher selves have kind of hijacked it from me, uh, which is fine because um, I was going back and forth about which one to do first. So they're just really, and maybe they're going to do it both times because that's what I feel like. They're indicating that we are joining with the those fifth dimensionals of the, carrying the dual soul nature, working the path of light with other planets, uh, you know, that uh, are also housing at this point a tremendous amount of fifth dimensionals, both working with the light and working without the light. Because at this point in time, we can actually do a lot of healing, not just recharging, not just uh, nurturing, but we can actually educate and heal with our light for their facade soul. This is pretty cool. It's as if we're, we're in, we are able to replace for them the light they're shielded from. And we're not fully replacing it for the moment. We are acting as that light for them, okay? So this should help them heal. And okay, so now I want to just move right into the diamond shape, uh, the symbol of the diamond that is the symbol we use as the pure soul essence of the totality of the originating source. So in this way, we're working with the and in cooperation with the originating source and we are working at the very highest level we can and so i'm seeing the diamond encasing the double cone shape so interesting and so we are literally just beaming and pulsing out light there is a kind of a protection here that is set up, the protection is that those involved in this this uh, energetic field, all of the those carrying the dual soul nature that's involved in this incredibly powerful uh, light from this planet and many other planets, all of us carry the purity of purpose and sincerity of motive. And that is a protection that gives us a kind of immunity and we're amalgamated with the pure soul essence and with the originating source. So it creates almost like a force field. So if a any or all or some of the testers and tempters want to do something to us, you know, maybe they want to take the opportunity there because they're at the level of misunderstanding to do something to us. We are protected. So nothing, nothing, nothing can happen. We are not. It's not about us being triggered our uh, our energetic patterns our problems our issues whatever it is now about sending this light and I want to it's just this huge huge field of light extending through the universe known and unknown and it's just pulsing light and it's pulling in its call is going out to the testers and tempters 
And just like I've seen legions of souls before that come in and partake of the light, and they were human souls for the most part, uh, these are dark lights coming in. And it is an amazing picture I'm getting. I'm hoping some of you can see it. It is so amazing. The dark lights are coming in. It is the facade soul that is being help though the the they are coming in to get the nurturing but the light that we're providing is so powerful it's almost as if the 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 testers and tempters are in a state of stun they are taking the light in and it's like plugging into you know there's when you use your when you use your uh, appliances and you plug into the 110 voltage or whatever it is that we carry and then you go to Europe or somewhere else and you plug in and it's at 220 it's double the power and it knocks out our appliances well what I'm seeing now is this is double triple 10 hundred times more light than is the normal recharge the normal uh, light that they take in and it is bringing in a state of stun. And I see actually a tremendous amount of help going on. It's as if they, at the pure soul essence, true soul, at the facade soul essence level, the light is helping them to give permission to, to heal at levels they don't normally heal at. And I see the light moving into the energetic field of these testers and tempters at the human level and neutralizing just a lot of stuff, a lot of um, okay, anger and fear. I see revenge being tackled. Uh, I see anger and rage and um, hatred, hatred and conflict and misunderstanding. It's just whatever that, that each individual tester and tempter is ready to accept, that's where the light is going. And it is really doing an amazing job i'm seeing the darkness symbolically around the testers and tempters the darkness that's carried in the energetic field of the facade human of the testers and tempters being lightened to a gray it's it's just an amazing an amazing wow it, it it's what um what a process and you know, remember, we're unlimited. We sort of feel like all we, we would really be able to do is heal the person sitting across us or help the person sitting across us. But the higher selves are bring you these kind of images, these kind of um, approaches that are so enormous to help you connect with the idea of the immense amount of power that we carry. Again, it's uncorruptible power. It isn't power to, to, to hurt or harm or manipulate or control or trespass. It's real power of the pure soul essence. And we can help on a huge level. Now, what's going on now is, I mean, it's just bringing tears to my eyes. And what's going on now is this light is moving into the astral plane. And it's not just our astral. Remember that every planet that houses the humanities carries 
an astral that is made up of all of the thoughts of all the humanities of all time on that planet. And remember, all of the astrals are connected. There is a conglomerate astral. So just when we think, hey, we're getting a handle on our astral, if we ever think that, we actually, it gets fed from other astrals. So what's happening now is this gigantic body of light isn't just that we've created, isn't just helping the, the testers and tempters at their facade soul level. It is being beamed and brought out by all of our higher selves. It is being beamed and brought out into the conglomerate astral. It's working on our astral and all of the other astrals of the all the other planets that are uh, in in place now that are housing the humanities all over the universe, known and unknown, and it is helping to neutralize the negative and darkest of the astral band, so that the testers and tempters actually have much less of the negative astral to use to do their uh, infusions, they take the astral energy, they're very, very proficient at using the dark astral bands to infuse into individuals' uh, own thought form bodies, whatever th- that individual is still carrying, or emotional body, or whatever. So the the by lightening the conglomerate astral, we are helping the entire universe. Now, why is this important? The higher selves are indicating that it is because of the evolutionary thrust We are all around every soul, known and unknown, in the universe, known and unknown. And the unknown, of course, is infinitely larger than the known. So the the because of the evolutionary thrust, this is facilitating not only the evolutionary infusion of the new age is new age on all of these planets, but it is facilitating the evolutionary thrust as well because the change that's not only being activated and increased at the exponential level um, the because of the dawning of the new age but it's also being um, expanded that frequencies are being expanded from the evolutionary thrust and so we can't avoid going through issues and problems and doing the clearing and you know we we are in the free will but it facilitates the journey it makes it easier and faster and less problematic and the less problematic it is for us and other individuals the less negativity we're putting back into the astral so we are facilitating the whole movement of the entire universe known and unknown with that evolutionary thrust it telescopes time. The last 2,000 years, it was like we moved ahead 10,000 evolutionary frequency years. But the next 2,000 years, the movement is going to be like 100,000 frequency increase in frequency, 100,000 years. We're talking very intense change. And so all of this is going to help the totality of souls on every level, in every dimension. It, it is mind-boggling to me. Who the heck knew? The higher selves are indicating now that the light, we are not completely abandoning my plan. The light now, the focus is moving to each of the individual souls, not only on this planet that, that have come in around our symbolic circle, 
the listeners past, present, and future, but also on the other planets, the, the intention now is to bring the light to our personal demons of the mind, our own energetic baggage that we need to clear, and the light is moving to, uh, for all of us, is moving to uh, neutralize and dissolve the many issues and patterns that each of us at the individual level carry. We, uh, we have virtually everything. We're part of the human condition. We have it in different degrees. We have it in different combinations and permutations. Uh, we, we have it in different complexities. But the light is going in for each individual and is tackling at each individual's level uh, as, and neutralizing as much as that individual soul. It's our facade soul that is being worked on. Please understand that. And as much as that facade soul is willing to neutralize. I want to, to address particularly the idea of failure, um, the idea of discouragement and disappointment, uh, the, any, anything that comes up, the confusion. The, 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 I forgot to say earlier that discouragement and disappointment is very much a part of the sense of failure. And it, if it's empowered enough, we can give up. We can decide, hey, we're just not doing a very good job or it's not working, or I've got to do something else uh, for whatever reason. And so this idea of discouragement and disappointment works hand in hand with a sense of failure. And so I want this really to intensely work on all of us. And I'm seeing, too, there's a lot of sense of grief, a sense of sadness and despair and um, in the sense of also letting people down, not doing enough, not being enough, uh, the woulda, shoulda, coulda, and the self-judgments, the self-criticisms, um, all of those are really big fodder for, for this light. And the more you can release along those lines, the more you can draw the light in, uh, direct it. Remember, we're our own directing identities. If you have something else that you want to direct it to uh, that I don't say, Please, you are not limited by what I say. So I am getting right now self-doubt. This is also a part of it. It is huge for all of us. And I want that self-doubt to be, okay, um, to be addressed with the light. And what I'm getting now, I mean, the higher self are just feeding this to me really fast. The, the, what, we're, what I'm getting now is we each have our own individual block. One of the blocks that uh, is common out there that I'm getting is that we have a sense that we and we have to do a regular job, say, or something else because we aren't really able to support ourselves on working the path of light. It is a belief system. It is a block that we have that draws us off or can draw us off our path. And so we want to neutralize that idea and concept that somehow working the path with the light is not going to be uh, bring in material balance or material uh, uh, foundation and security, or it is something that um, we have to uh, move away from for, for that reason, that it can only be a hobby or, and all the belief systems that we can't ch charge much because it's, it's a spiritual endeavor, and therefore we kind of lock ourselves into never being able to uh, make a living at it because we feel, well, you know, the people who really need the help are the people that can't afford it. So we, we constantly and chronically keep our prices low 
uh, that sort of thing. And because so many of us are working the path of light, that seems to be a common pattern. And I want everybody to really work on neutralizing those belief systems. I want to bring in the energy of divine material balance to activate that, to help with that pattern. Also divine um, understanding, clarity of vision, expanded perception, divine destiny, divine unfoldment, divine transformation. And we want to bring in um, divine success, however that is understood. Oh, divine wholeness. Thank you, higher self. We want to bring in divine wholeness and divine awareness and divine consciousness. That's where we're all moving to, and we want to remove whatever blinders that keep us from seeing where we're going, seeing the wholeness, understanding the wholeness, connecting with the wholeness, sensing it, being it. So whatever keeps us separate or distracts us, all distractions, we need to have the distractions um, be dissolved, whatever they may be, and each person would have different distractions, different things that take our focus of attention away or that um, prevent us from having focus of attention in the first place. The I just worked with somebody in my meetup group and her thing was she has she cannot focus. It doesn't matter what it is. She just has the biggest problem focusing. She just is constantly moving from one thing to another, and it's been a pattern her whole life. It's a very extreme difficulty with focus, and I'm going to bring her in. I don't know if she's here. Uh, she's new, and I don't know that she listens to the show. She might be one of the future listeners. I don't know, but I'm just going to bring her in. Um, so... We want to work on that, and we all carry that to different degrees. And then also the things we want to work on neutralizing, those things that um, I kind of already did that, the distractions. I did that already. I was just thinking of addictions and and all kinds of um, patterns that we do, the workaholics or the, you know, uh, maybe overeating or whatever that we do to cope with those things that hurt us, that bother us, that we don't want to think about it. It's the distractions. The, 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 it's, it's what numbs us, what keeps us from focusing in on those hurts and those wounds. And we want to neutralize all of that along with all of the hurts and the wounds and the difficulties we carry that are difficult to look, look at. So that are fueling these kind of distractions that we bring into our life that make it easier for us to cope. And a lot of it is just really lack of self-love, self-attack, self-hatred, self-judgment, self-denigration. We just, all the bad feelings we have about ourselves, we need to carry that light deep into that arena and neutralize as much as we can. I've just been given an image of all of you around the circle, and at least in our circle, I am seeing a tremendous amount of work being done. Uh, The higher cells are giving me a thumbs up. There's been a lot of neutralizing, 
So we've helped ourselves individually. I want to just see about those on the other planets. Uh, <laughs> I'm not getting those images too clearly because it's so so out there. It's hard for me to wrap my mind around it completely, but the higher selves are giving me a symbolic thumbs up that there's a tremendous amount of work that's been done on these other planets. Uh, the higher selves have, you know, <laughs> I have to say, and I know on some level it's a fourth dimensional viewpoint of mine, but it feels almost as if the higher selves were waiting for me to hurry up and get this testers and tempters information out there because the help that it would the conscious awareness would bring us to a level of being able to help on such a monstrous level that you wouldn't have been able to understand before because the help for the testers and tempters was so huge, number one, so huge, and on the astral, number one, so huge. So the healing without the information on the testers and tempters would have been limited to our stuff, which is still huge, but we've tripled it, guys. We've tripled the help because I brought forth this information on the testers and tempters. And it's as if there is a choir in the universe celebrating our what what's happened today. It's as if the universe is is celebrating. I, I, I can't. Really, it's bringing tears to my eyes. But it's you guys, you, this show, it's been so wonderful. It's been the opportunity for me to do it. And there's maybe 50, 100, 200, 300. I don't know. There's not thousands of people listening to the show. I don't think. I really don't think so. But it doesn't matter because we carry the pure soul essence and we carry the awareness of it. It's the opportunity this show, show brings. And with every step that we take, we are helping to facilitate the movement of all souls, ourselves included. Oh, my gosh. It is, a, this is like, amazing to me. And with that... I think I'm going to have to. Okay, what's going on is that the higher selves are creating a an energetic field, or literally feels like the universe, but I, I don't think it's the universe. But it's it's big. It's a big energetic field, and we're all being held within it. I even feel the facade souls of the testers and tempters are being held within it. I don't know whether this is sort of a gigantic cocoon. I'm not really sure because it looks so different than I normally see, but it's as if, okay, they're indicating it is like a gigantic cocoon because work can continue uh, even though the session is going to end the work will continue and it will be based on each individual soul 
when the soul the soul will continue to allow the work to be done and and as long as it's giving permission the higher selves of each soul or those higher selves that are in charge of each soul whatever level the soul is will continue to be um, addressed and also the cocoon energy the whole thing about helping it acclimate to the change is going to be rather important and I'm feeling that it's going to be the most important for the facade souls of the testers and tempters because they've been in place for billions of years and they experience today the light in a way they haven't felt uh, ever because remember the facade soul came in shielded so it was never present in full light like it was today in the billions of years it was part of the facade soul of the testers and tempters so the, this energy is especially going to help that those facade souls to adjust and to continue to process. They will be very heavily uh, helped by their own pure, their own higher selves. Keep in mind, being fifth dimensional, they have their own higher selves that's part of their fifth dimensional pattern, and their own higher selves do impress and help and work with them just like ours work with us. It's difficult because they're working, the, you know, the facade is working without the knowledge of the light. But now their higher selves are really going to be able to be more effective in that kind of help that will be at a deeper level since they got this huge infusion of this healing energy. And so the impresses and the, uh, that, that, that the higher selves are, will utilize to work with their facade soul will be more effective, will, will gain more ground, so to speak, as these facade, uh, facades of the testers and tempters are being, will be slowly educated and will be able to move forward themselves. Now, I do sense that we will be doing this again next week, and maybe if I do a third, fifth week on the testers and tempters, I just haven't decided yet um, exactly how far I'm going to go with it. But the, the the second, certainly next week, and maybe another week, we'll have the same exercise, and who knows, it may continue after that. Um, the topic after that. I haven't given to you yet. I'm still in process of figuring that that one out. <laughs> uh, pretty intense, but just as effective as this one is, I expect that even though I'm nervous about it, like I was with this topic of the testers and tempters, I will still present it to you because that's what, this is where I'm coming now. The sense from the higher self is that they were waiting because of this enormous amount of help we are bringing to the universe, not just our planet. And so I feel like it's going to be the same with this other topic. Oh my gosh, and the higher self are indicating yes, yes, yes. So even though it makes me nervous, I will do this other topic and you'll hear about it later it's one of those just like this one i don't want to say anything until i actually start talking about it. it's too hard too there's too much possibility that people will use it to judge or denigrate or um you know blame and complain along those lines so we are going to uh wait on that one and with that i want to say thank you to everyone for being part of the show. I want to tell everyone my, again, I forgot to tell this to the beginning. I have websites, 
JanetRichmond.net and HireSouthVoice.com. I have email Janet at HireSouthVoice.com. Please contact me. Questions, concerns, um, wishes, you know, a healing, wish to have a healing, uh, anything, please contact me. I will answer. Again, Janet at HireSouthVoice.com or Janet at JanetRichmond.com. Either one will get to me. I always answer. And please take a look at my two websites. There's a lot of stuff on them. So there is some overlap, but um, some some different stuff too. So, and I've got plenty of social media, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, you know, and you'll see all of that. You can please follow me or please uh, ask me to follow you, whatever. Become a friend. I'm all over that, okay? So I really would appreciate it. The more we can keep in touch, the better. I really, really love you guys, and I'm so happy to be doing this work with you. Really, really. So until next week, and stay tuned. Part four is going to be interesting. Okay. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.